shopkeeper went to stand, Thomas held up a hand. Don't stop eating on my account. Finish your meal while I browse your wares. Thomas had not planned to buy anything, but since he needed a reason to linger, he might as well see what was being offered. The largish room was filled with carpets, most of them rolled tightly, but there were a few lavishly woven pieces hanging on the walls, and another spread out on the floor. A bright blue mosaic fabric at the top of the pile drew his eyes. Even rolled, the bold patterns appealed. He forgot for a moment why he'd initially come in here. Tail? What tail? And Thomas did what any shopper would. He ordered a carpet, one that he did not need. I want it. He would enjoy the new rug in his tent. The thickly woven tapestry, a rush of bold color that would brighten his living quarters when they delivered it the next day. No one else entered the store while he conducted his business. Thomas paid the shopkeeper and then ventured out. Emerging from the dim interior, he let his eyes adjust to the gloom of the thick night. The glow from a few lanterns was the only thing holding back the deepest darkness. He immediately noticed he'd not lost those following him. It didn't prove difficult to spot furtive movement ahead on the dusty path between dwellings. And the prickling on his nape let him know that another hid somewhere behind and nearby. Sandwiched. How sporting. Thomas pretended as if he didn't spot them. Wouldn't want to scare them off. He sauntered with feigned casualness to hide the adrenaline that had begun to course through his veins. Finally a little more excitement than the careful digging, dusting, and sifting of broken bits found in the dirt. I was so sure I'd find something here. All the signs indicated to the treasure trove being around here somewhere, but he'd yet to find definitive proof. Frustration wasn't something he handled well, so this group's attempt to shadow him provided a much-needed break in the monotony of his current excavation project, Foolish thieves, they should have chosen an easier mark. He'd teach them a lesson they wouldn't forget. With his hands shoved into his pockets, Thomas walked along the dusty path that wound through the eclectic mix of buildings, most built of stone, some of corrugated siding, even a few canvas tents. He exited the town without being accosted, a shame, and began heading toward his camp. He doubted they'd let him get that far. Look at me, walking, as if I haven't a care in the world. la de fucking da He thought about whistling, but worried it would be a little too much insouciance. The thieves waited for him to reach a curve in the path, the one that took Thomas out of sight of town, and away from any eyes that might be watching. A fellow stepped into the middle of the road and pointed a knife at him. Thomas didn't need to peer over his shoulder to know his second pursuer closed the gap. Probably sporting another blade, or perhaps he was more of a gun-toting chap. Either way, not good odds. For them. Lips pulled into a grim smile. Thomas dropped his knapsack onto the ground. He took a moment and rolled up his sleeves, the picture of indifference. In a sense, he was. The challenge wouldn't last long and wouldn't even cause him to break out in a sweat, he was sure. Few things humans did could really make him exert himself. It was only as the guy with the knife neared that Thomas realized there was no scent, none at all. 
wyverns, confirming a gleeful fact. These aren't simple thieves. Because where there were wyverns, dragons usually followed. What an excellent evening this was turning out to be. The most exciting thing to happen since he'd arrived. His tunic shirt gave him plenty of room to move in. He dropped into a fighting stance, limbering up his muscles as he bounced on the balls of his feet. Let's see what you've got. His fist shot out, and the knife guy dodged left, avoiding it. The knife slashed forward, but Thomas blocked it with a blow to the man's wrist. He swung with his other hand and gut-punched the fellow. His opponent blew out a hard blast of air and hunched, drawing his shoulders in, his face down. Crack. Thomas connected his fist to the guy's chin and sent him flying backwards. He'd no sooner finished the arc of that swing than he ducked and started.